Dillon, up ahead, Winston. No one near him. And he's going to come out with it. And Michigan State is headed to the plus. Hello, everybody. You are listening to an episode of Spartan Crazies. Uh, this is Ryan uh, with Tim. We're going to do a kind of live reaction thing with Cohen Carr. He's supposed to be literally committing in one minute. It's 5.59 right now. So uh, we'll see because we know how this stuff goes. It uh, Sometimes they don't – it doesn't happen at the exact time. Um, but uh, this would probably finish the class off. I don't think they're going to really push for anybody else. That that's a maybe, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Um, I mean, it would have to be like a really special player, but um, yeah. So Tim's basically just refreshing Twitter nonstop right now. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So let's talk. Cohen Carr. Oh, he just committed to Michigan State. Hey, it was exactly six. It was a minute early, actually. Look at that. That was a Tim original right there. Um, so Michigan State picks up a fourth top 100 player. Um, let's talk about Cohen Carr, Ryan. How about you tell me like what you think of him, what you've seen, and what you think about the class. So to be honest, I haven't watched like a ton of video of him. I mean, I've seen clips on Twitter. Uh, looks like he's a super uber athletic player. Um, I would expect he's going to make a rise in the rankings just based on that. I doubt he's going to end. He'll wind up in, like, the top 40, if I had to guess. He's, like, I think he's 55 right now. Um, so, I mean, he's kind of, I mean, this is, isn't really fair. I don't think his game is as polished as Miles Bridges, but you're going to hear some Miles Bridges comps. Yeah. Um, just due to the athleticism. He's not as polished as Miles was coming out. Um but yeah, this class overall, I, I I'm not. It's not as good as 2016. 2016 was one of Izzo's best classes he's ever had. Um, it's probably one of his top five best classes he's ever brought in. If I had to guess, if I, definitely in there. Um, but yeah, I mean, pull off Booker, uh, who's gonna be a one and done guy, possible first draft uh, pick in the NBA draft in 2024. Obviously, that's a long ways off, but. And to get somebody like Jeremy Fears is going to be there for at least probably two, three years um, as a point guard. Huge to get that. And then Gary Norman's basically a uh, Matt McQuaid clone. You can't go wrong with a guy like that. And then Carr's going to bring some athleticism. Who has high upside. Could be a big NBA player at some point. Probably probably not going to be a one-and-done guy. He's probably, got, probably going to be there for at least two years. Um, so... Yeah, I'm excited about it. So I, I, I'm i willing to take the bumps this year that are probably going to happen uh, to deal with this recruiting class coming in after next season. All right, so I'm seeing that, you know, live right now, Cohen Carr, he put on the Spartan hat. Um, he said a quote, it felt like a place he could call home. You hear that a lot with recruits. It's hard to... 
say like if that's just stereotypical stuff or if that's like genuine um but here's the deal um i think miles bridges is a really good comparison if we're just going to avoid the the elephant in the room regarding miles um extremely powerful dunker and athlete i mean i'm gonna put it this way there's been a lot of michigan state guys recruits commits where i see their tape from high school aau and i think yeah i could see him becoming a really good player at state um you know give some time weight room work on some things um and then there's like the tier above that where you just immediately go holy shit um, like where you just kind of shake your head like Jesus. Miles Bridges was one of those guys for sure. You're seeing him do NBA type, you know, dunks and plays against, you know, boys. And he's a man, man child. That was thrown around a lot with Miles. Um, Cohen Carr, not as highly rated as um, a Miles Bridges, but he's a top like, I think when it's said and done, he's going to be a top 50 kid, okay? Um, right now, he's like 59 composite. So, um, let me give you a, a little rundown on on where Cohen Carr plays, um, how he measures up, and what you can really expect out of him. Because, you know, there's been these debates like, don't say Brandon Dawson's name with Cohen Carr, uh, Brandon Dawson was a McDonald's All-American. That's great. However, that's just picked by like a bunch of dudes like sitting at home on their laptops. Um, like whether or not someone becomes like a, a super big contributor in college, you know, that just remains to be seen until they show up. I think a couple of guys, you can pretty much shoe that in, right? Like this guy's clearly going to be a, you know, he's got an NBA body already. That type of stuff matters. Um, so Cohen Carr, he's definitely built. He's got some size. Kind of like a – like almost like a sophomore Gabe Brown, but he's like going into his senior season of high school. Um, and I say sophomore of college Gabe Brown. He's far more advanced than a high school Gabe Brown. That's for sure. So check this out. Cohen Carr, he plays in the NIBC. This was a league that basically was created during the pandemic when these super elite prep schools for, you know, future um, D1 talent, future NBA players, you know, they go and they play their games on ESPN2 and stuff. You guys have seen them. Um, teams like Montverde, IMG, La Lu, you guys know the names. So this, there's, I don't know, like maybe 10 teams in, in the NIBC. They, this is the elite league in USA high school prep basketball. Now, AAU has some, <coughs> some teams that run it, you know, arguably better than these teams. However, we're talking about high school teams. Um, <coughs> the NIBC, they have, you know, they're producing NBA players literally every single year. Um, so I went in and I wanted to see how does, you know, Cohen Carr is playing against the best. How does... He compare. Wouldn't that be something you'd be interested in, Ryan? Of course. In all the M- NIBC last go-round, he was 10th in points per game. Now, that's 10th amongst pretty elite peers. In rebounds per game, he was 13th. 
In field goal percentage, he was fourth overall. Tenth in free throw percentage at 72, which is pretty solid. And I think free throw percentage can translate to the next level without a, you know, probably without a big drop. Um, fourth overall in blocked shots per game. 24th in steals. Now, he's all, by the way, he's only 6'5", and he's fourth in blocked shots. That's a pretty good Well, stat. the listings have him at 6'5", 6'6", 6'7". I'll tell you this. I know for a fact that in prep basketball, one of the most favorite things of coaches and players to do is exaggerate their height. <laughs> I mean, I know this personally from when my older brother played. Um, it's, it's hard to know his real listed height, but I would say somewhere in the 6'6 range is probably a good, um, you know, a good accurate number. And by the way, in the last year, he grew like over an inch. I mean... You can see it in some of his older videos from sophomore year, freshman year. He's could still be growing. And I don't know if this is true at all. I haven't even confirmed. Somebody, I heard somewhere that he, he jumped like a 45-inch vertical that somebody, um, I don't know, measured at one point. Which, 45 is, it's such a crazy number that's hard for me to believe. But that's, like, insanity. Yeah, like, this guy is yeah, flying. If you've seen any of his highlights, I mean, he really is flying. His dunks are, I would almost say, and this sounds crazy, I would almost say they're, they're crazier than Miles Bridges' dunks at this point in his, you know, playing career. This kid is freakish, okay? Now, yes, he's, like, probably 16, 17 years old. Tons to learn. Has to get more of a... A, a jumper he probably can't dribble the ball t- nearly to an nba level at this point but i've seen enough i've seen enough against N- nibc competition these are kids who are going to the best programs in the country and he stands out still and you just heard the stats that's not that's just the stats if you saw the video you'd say who is this and i, I mean i like all of the players that msu has in this class but I'm being 100% honest. You watch all of their footage, all of their highlights. There's a lot to like in all of them. But Cohen Carr is the one that makes me go, whoa. I mean, it just jumps off the page. Um, I tweeted he's a future NBA player. I would, I would stake my life that at some point in his career, unless something happens, of course, um, he's going to be an NBA player. So that's always a good thing if you have an NBA guy. Let me um, – Name some of the people that he compares to statistically in the NIBC that he was playing against this season. So Grady Dick, top 25 composite player going to Kansas, signed. Keontae George, top 10 composite going to Baylor. Christian Reeves, top 150 guy composite. Guess where he's going? He's going to Duke. Jarris Walker, he's a big... Top 15 player in the country, Houston. Dylan Mitchell, some have him top five in the country. He's going to Texas. These are all the guys that he was hanging around with in the NIBC. I don't care about recruiting rankings. I've seen the footage. I've seen his stats. He's going to be a player, and that's all you want, right? Um, there's, I can talk bad things if you want, Ryan. I mean, you might as well bring up the negatives if you're going to go all in. Doesn't seem to appear that he passes a lot. You know, he gets the ball and he's like, I can throw this thing down into the center of the earth. 
Um, now, the one thing about that is, you know, you worry about um, chemistry. You worry about um, just play style, fit. That being said, you probably just don't play at all if you're not, like, figuring out how to pass a ball for Tom Izzo. So, rubber is going to meet the road there at some point. Um, I'm not that worried about it, but I would say that would probably be something you could um, you could ding him with. And also, ball handling. He's not going to be... ISO beating somebody, you know, like on the perimeter, <laughs> not anytime soon, I don't think. Um, he might just blow by them because not only is he a freak jumper, he's fast as hell. Like, I honestly think that the Miles Bridges or Brandon Dawson comparison is very apt because he's playing against the best in the country. He's standing out in a way that those two stood out. He's fast as hell. It's not like he's going to be like, you know, all of a sudden, playing the Big Ten, wow, these guys are, you know, too athletic. That's not going to be a problem for him. I'm telling you right now. Um, so all these things, you know, there's a lot to like. And then, of course, the jumper, there's not much of it there. He made five total three-pointers in the NIBC, probably meaning he either shoots a very low volume or a very low percentage. One of the two, I'm guessing. Um, probably both, to be honest, though. So, you know, he's not perfect. Do I think he's going to be one and done? I doubt it. But I saw a tweet today from an actual NBA draft analyst saying that he could easily be a lottery pick one and done. He tweeted that, literally. Um, These are all good things, right? This is big. And this is to add on to a crazy group already. Um, It's got everything you want. We could go down such a rabbit hole of talking about, you know, Izzo's totally back and – you know, what this is going to look like in the future. Is Aiken's going to be there? They could just be a national title contender their freshman year. Um, all that's fun. But one thing that stood out to me, Ryan, um, is not one of these kids are from Michigan. And let's just face it, a very recent <laughs> class um, – that was almost exclusively kids. And the one kid that was wound up being really good was, was from Indiana. Um, Michigan hoops has been behind the ball lately. I mean, you can thank the uh, prep. The go ahead. You can thank the MHSAA for that. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of reasons. There's a reason. There's a reason why almost every single kid that's highly rated. I think Cassius Winston was the last guy that stayed. All of them wind up going. Bye-bye. They go play somewhere else. Ty Rogers literally just transferred to school in Illinois. And, and it's, 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 it's ridiculous how terrible – I mean, I'm going on a tangent here. The MHSA handles things. I mean, with football, they don't do spring practice. Almost everywhere else, you can have spring practice. Uh, they don't have a shot clock for basketball. Insanity. It's 2022. Figure it out. I mean – I'm going on a tangent here, so I'll let you go. But the MHSA is a joke, and whoever is running them should be fired. Whoever is running that organization should be fired. Yeah, and um, I mean that's, I totally agree. However, the reality just remains is that Michigan high school prep basketball has been, I mean it's, kids who are just staying and playing in public school basketball, they're. Not even close to playing oh, like yeah, a level I mean, look, that's going to prepare them. Look at Peter Brooks. He played in PSL League last year. He clearly was not ready to play big-time right. basketball. And year. yes, he could be a very good player. But 
was he ready right away? No. And that's the reason we're kind of bringing this up is, um, you know, some of the kids, it just was never going to happen for them. Um, I mean, one kid, I guess he moved out of state too. I was going to bring up Braylon Green. He's from Michigan, but they kind of have not been on a mutual stance recruiting wise with him. So yeah, well, it's, we're not sure about what's going on with that. Um, I would assume he's not going to be a take now. Um, right. That's the, the general sentiment for him. Um, but I, you know, I, I feel like when you think about what Izzo needed to do to change, people really wanted a quick, immediate, like reaction transfer portal band aid type deal. That I I can't sit here and say like if he did that that it would have been bad or something because it probably wouldn't have. It probably would have been good. But um, I think that this is clear and obvious evidence that he's not you know sitting back and just kind of cruising with his roster he's clearly made some changes on the coaching staff he's um recruiting differently i think wojcik is that how you say his name yeah um he's clear i mean he's lit a fire under the recruiting because they're going all over the place i mean word is that they weren't even recruiting uh, Carr and Norman they, like a they, month ago. They, yeah, they uh, came on officials, got an offer, and they both committed a week like a week or two weeks after they visited. Now, crazy. if you listen to our past podcast, you would know that a one Mister Fears and Mister Booker have a lot to do with the fact that these kids are coming here. However, that was part of the reason we celebrated when Booker committed. Because of this. Norman, Norman is a four-year player. He could look exactly like a McQuaid. A guy who's starting and playing very well for a, final a contender. I mean, that's, that's great. And honestly, I think he's got more bounce than him. I think he's like... I, honestly, the comp for him, I've been thinking about for a long time. And I just can't figure it out yet. I think the comp for him doesn't... The, wasn't the, a Michigan the lazy, State player. The lazy one is McQuaid. I, I get why. I mean, And I've heard... Arns, but like that's he's also different, white. They, and he's a better shooter than Arns. Um, I just I'm I'm struggling to think of the right comp. I think it might just be a player who didn't play for MSU. Probably. Um, but that's neither here nor there. That's a guy you want that you can attract. Stole straight from Wisconsin. Um, I mean, just that's <laughs> that's a team that you compete with. For championships. Definitely uh, fits the Wisconsin mold, too. And yeah, and he would have been annoying, I'm sure. <laughs> but, um, I mean, Booker, it's just going to be exciting. We're just going to have to, like, enjoy that ride. Jeremy Fears, I truly believe, can bring a national championship to Michigan State. Um, and now you've got – I mean, that's – we. I'm good with those three. You're like, we've got that. Let's go. I mean, because you've got Booker who could be a lottery pick, you know, just a run back of Jaron Jackson Jr., which you take all day, by the way. Um, and now I'm not saying he will will be that good because I think that is putting way too much. Even for a kid rated who could be number one, I think Jaron Jackson was a superstar. Anyway, moving past that, Cohen Carr, he, he might be the most exciting one of all of them for me. I'm not just saying that. Not because we're recording when he just committed. Like, he is – you could take him and put him on Michigan State's roster for the first game, and I don't think he would look lo- like he didn't belong. 
Um, Bo- just, body type, absolutely. Right. Now, he might get lost in some right. you know, sets, and the speed of the game is definitely going to be faster. But, like, these kids, give him some time. He's going to be blocking everything. He's going to be stealing the ball in a way that Dawson used to and, you know, windmill dunk. It's going to be awesome. And, and he's just kind of like the cherry on top. I mean, you've got to be happy with that. And you have to be excited. And you almost have to feel like um, the juice is back. You know, the juice is going to be back in the building. And, um, yeah, I guess that's my general take on the class overall. Um, Cohen Carr, like, I can't say it enough. This dude is – like, we could look back and there will be one one and done in this class, and it's Cohen Carr. That would be shocking to me, but um... – I'm just saying, I would I would absolutely shock me. That Xavier Booker is not going to be here for more than one year. You're you're probably right in this day and age. However, like my point is essentially like he's got one and done potential, like for sure. Right. Um, and you know, kids don't even have to have an amazing season these days, and they'll jump if they think they can. So. You know, would that be ideal? Probably not, unless, you know, they did something, you know, crazy, like, you know, went to the Final Four or even better. But um, this, I'm on cloud nine with this Cohen Carr commit. I mean, you've got guys, but they were going to be young. They were going to need some time. Now you've got a dude you can just inject right away, and he's going to bring the energy. He's going to just be like that. The thing you can't teach. He's just going to be... I think a really good comparison is um, Diabate from Michigan this past season. Um, right away, you could see, like, wow, very exciting potential. Now, did he make a lot of bozo mistakes? Yes, and that I would also expect. But contributing right away, just because he's a freak. I think that's Cohen Carr. Um, is, he's, he's not a McDonald's All-American five-star, but... You know, that never that never gets you any points in a game, never gets you any rebounds. So um, I'm not that worried about it, honestly. And now there's – how many sites are in the composite for recruiting? Four now. It's just like getting it's, diluted. It's, it's, uh, I would run with only two if it were up to me. Maybe three for basketball. I, I don't like on threes rankings at all for anything that they are. <laughs> behind the eight ball right now and you know what maybe they'll get better because they're a newer site um but uh espn's fine for basketball i don't really have a problem with their basketball their football is terrible and outdated they need to have somebody they need to hire somebody to take care of that so rivals and two four twenty four seven and espn are the three that i actually pay somewhat of attention to two when it comes to rankings uh what was i oh I was I thought I was thinking that Cohen Carr was the guy that was like super high in the composite, but no, we were t- just talking about a white kid who's about to commit to Iowa. He's who's like ranked fifteenth right, in the yeah. on, on three and like top sixty in the composite. That's so. a perfect. I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, we could. <laughs> I haven't even watched this guy's tape, but like you'll have kids who are super highly ranked, and they were dominating their league. Putting up crazy numbers. And, um, yeah, a kid who was, like, ranked 75th becomes, like, a 10 times better NBA prospect than him. I mean, 
we've seen that like infinite amount of times. So like, you know, sometimes I see Michigan State commits or recruits that uh, they're ranked very high and I'm, I'm just a little unsure. Like the ranking doesn't, like I said, doesn't do you any good. Like you gotta back it up. Um, I watched their tape and I'm like, okay, well I hope so. I'm not gonna name any names, but um, the rankings, they just, it just depends on what, I mean, who watches the guy. I mean, there's a very rare that you see a prospect and the consensus is, oh yeah, that guy is just gonna be a monster in the NBA. Like you don't, I don't think there's a single guy in this upcoming class that Xavier Booker's in there. Like, wow, that guy is just gonna be the next like Kevin Durant. Or, right. Or, like you know, there's not, there's not like a generational talent in this upcoming class. Yeah. Um, you know, but like, like it just depends on. I mean, the rankings vary everywhere. I mean, you yeah. go look at all four of them, and they're all different. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I was kind of going on a rant about them, but my point is this: is like this kid is is gonna be exciting as hell, and not like just hype. It's not coming from hype at all. Like it's gonna be real, uh, unless something happens. I should knock on wood, but you know, right. of course, it, kids get injured before they show up. Like, I mean, I mean that happened to Mateen Mateen Cleaves, Cleaves. Yeah. exactly. Yep. So, and, and Del Vonro. So yeah, that stuff happens, but. Um, I mean, you've got a nice little group of four there. Possible it could turn to five. It would have to be a straight-up stud for them to consider, I think, taking a fifth guy in this class. It would have to be, like, a highly so, touted guy. low percentage chance, but, I mean, with this class... I mean, I mean, you saw MSU didn't think they were going to take anybody else in that 16 class, and Josh Jackson, you know, popped out of nowhere, kind of. Yeah. So, yeah, who knows? I mean, and you, Jeremy get, you, get, you get talent here... Guys want to play with talent, so and Fears is Fears is getting them all. I mean, he's tweeting every time like one of them might commit. Um, he's in their ear, and at this point, like I think there's an overlap with like all of them. I know that um, Garrig, I he played against Fears. I'm sure they played against each other, or it was, it was with in, each other. I, I'm sorry, in some I'm type of AU. And um, Booker and you know Fears played together at Pangos, and then. Um, Fears is in the NIBC, so he played against um, uh, Cohen Carr, right. and he knows exactly how good he is. Today he tweeted, he can do it all. Um, now, that could just be a tweet, but I honestly like trust the fact – if Fears wants this player to come to state, it's probably because he's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, like he played with Team USA. Like he has to think – and he won the gold, by the way. He has to think he's got the pull to get some of the best. Right. Um, smart kid, by the way. So, yeah, I think we should certainly live in the moment and enjoy this upcoming season. It's going to be the final season for a couple of players, I'm guessing, at Michigan State. But it's hard not to kind of project oh, yeah. to the, I'm, like, like think I about said, the future. It's really yeah, hard. I'm willing to take the maybe the lumps we get this year in order for next year to happen, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I don't think they're going to be terrible this year, but they're just, it's going to be a really mad team probably, which, you know, there's seasons like that. And the last two have been like that. But, yeah, I'm just – I'm excited about that 23 class coming in. They're going to be really good. Yeah, I think so. And um, 
there should be a couple of dudes on state's roster that uh you know could sort of help who knows who that will be but there's certainly going to be a guard um and i'm if i had to put money on it probably going to be AJ Ogard or yeah. or uh well Jay Nakins i think yeah it, it it's too much perspective stuff we could talk that all day which i would love to do but i would not be surprised if AJ Hogard was He's the guy the the senior point guard on that team of freshmen i think that's a decent place to start um if you you know project on the way he's been improving so that's all we've got for um the cohen car commit today it's super exciting i was looking forward to this for like since that tweet i don't know about you i mean i i was surprised he was gonna he committed so fast i thought he might that is surprising us out it is surprising. Like the season, the school year hasn't begun. It's all done. Yep. Every all all the all pretty assuming they don't take anybody else. And yeah, this class is just is done by August. Which you could argue gives them the leg up on the next recruiting class. Yeah, because they can focus more on. That's I mean that's what. Uh, I mean the year before. I mean D'Antonio used to get classes done like that, and he'd be able to focus on the next class. And that's what he did all the time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's another bonus to this. Yeah, because they were recruiting that, what, the James Brown kid, uh, 24 kid. He's supposed to come for an official or something this fall, I think. Yeah. I, I'm he not. Play, I know, it's, I think he plays with Fierce because I know that they were, he was tweeting. At yeah, him. I don't know when they're, they're going to have him come in. I can't remember. I think it was October. I can't, I might be wrong, but. Uh, no, that's probably right for like a football game or something. Um, all right, well. It's been a fun couple of weeks, man. I mean, it's been a whirlwind since Booker. And also, happened so fast. I mean, like, honestly, like, what they is it, filled, two weeks? They filled, three, they filled uh, three quarters of the class in, like, three, like two and a half weeks, I think. That Yeah. I never would have imagined it would have happened this fast. Yeah. Because we just, you know, our last podcast, you said, I wouldn't be... You know, surprised if those kids came to the state too. And then here we are, like what feels like a week later. I don't know if that's right. Um, so that's crazy. So anyway, um, maybe it was two weeks. It was two weeks. Yeah. Whatever. It's been fast. Yeah. All right. Any football news that you want to talk um, about? So MSU has. Uh, looks like Jalen Thompson got a bunch of high uh, high confidence crystal ball picks and he's supposed to pick on August 22nd I think he's a defensive lineman from Cast Tech so the thing with him he can't enroll early because MSU hired his high school coach Thomas Wilcher in an off field coaching role so he so technically they weren't allowed to recruit anybody for two years so that two years is up in um, in the second in uh, the fall next year, so they were able to get him. They're going to be able to add him to the class. So he's <coughs> excuse me. He's kind of a tweener. Um, I don't know exactly where he's going to play, but I guess that's kind of just a guy you take because you know he's got a pretty high floor. And uh, I mean, I guess it doesn't really hurt taking a top two fifty kid from. Detroit doesn't really hurt your relations with coaches there. So, um, 
Yeah. Uh, I saw there was a – Chris uh, Kapovic was talking about Jerry Broussard the other day and had really high praise for him. So, looks like he might be the guy running back this year. I mean, there hasn't been a ton coming out of fall camp. Trey Mosley had some insane catch they posted on Twitter yesterday, like a one-handed nuts catch. Um, yeah, I haven't really seen a ton of news. Sounded like they're going to roll out with uh, Spencer Brown, uh, J.D. DuPoint, Nick Samak, um, Matt Carrick, and uh, Jarrett Horst are going to be the starting five on the offensive line. That's what they ran out with. Uh, the first day of camp is the starting five on the offensive line. So we'll see. I, I mean, I the one thing I could see changing is Brian Green might take Matt Carrick's spot. But that's really all I could see. So, yeah, not a ton on the football news. I'm sure we'll get a ton of stuff coming in the next couple weeks with fall camp. But uh, that's all I have for football. All right, man. Um, it's going to be a little slow. I, I'm – don't think that there's going to be a lot of big news now. Um, but real sports are just around the corner. And, Less uh, than a month. And um, I say real sports. <laughs> I meant real MSU, like, games. There are real sports on right now. They are. I can't. I can't. There's nothing on TV right now. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Ryan. The best football league in the world is already playing. Can't can't watch the Tigers. I know what you're talking about. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, can't, no, can't, I, can't can't watch bad baseball. So yeah. I ha- I'm way ahead of you on that. I have. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, really excited. Um, you know, it's gonna be a couple of MSU dubs to start the season and feel good, right? Or am I? Should be. I mean, they should win the first two games pretty handily, and then they go to Washington the next week. Yeah. So so. I think we'll probably talk closer to then, probably preview that. Um, yeah, I would assume the week, um, probably before the first game, we'll get like a season preview and talk about the West, talk about Western. Uh, the formidable Broncos. Hey, they, 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 they're better than people think. We'll see what happens. But yeah. All right, I believe you. Peyton Thorne's dad is their offensive coordinator now, by the way, so that'll be interesting. Wow, I had you didn't know that. No, I did not. So I always learn something new with Ryan, um, bringing all the football facts. So I guess we will talk closer to then. Um, but Ryan, it's been a lot of fun. Go green. Go white. Dylan up ahead, Winston. No one near him, and he's gonna.